0: Yo, what's up, Meatheads? Hope you're having an amazing day, and welcome to another episode of the Meathead on the Mic podcast. It's your returning champion, IFBB Pro, Matt Butale, and today what we're going to be talking about is how to grow your biceps. I'll be giving you three steps, three steps that you can follow right now at the end of this episode to put on at least one to two inches in this year on your bicep. And don't get it twisted. One inch on your biceps, two inches on your biceps goes a long way, all right? Just like, you know, your your member downstairs, but (laughs) that's neither here nor there. All right, we're going to behave ourselves right now. Okay, so three tips. This is going to be a very short, sweet episode. Right to the point, okay? Three tips that I would recommend for you guys that want to put on at least one to two inches on your biceps this year, 2023, are as follows. All right, so pay attention. I want you guys to pay attention to this. The three things, again, this is going to be a short episode. The three things you need to focus on if you need to put on some size in your arms is number one. Time under tension. I know you've heard this before, but what the fuck does this actually mean? Time under tension, simply put, just means spending more time in your rep, which means when you're coming up to contract, you're making it slower. And when you're extending to stretch, you're making it slower. Hence, more time in tension, whether that tension is to curl it or whether that tension is to control it on the way down. If you have more time under tension in each and every single rep, then you're going to be getting the most muscle activation out of that rep. Is that clear? Very simple, very straightforward. The second thing, guys and girls, is in conjunction with adding more time under tension, what you want to do is make sure that you're at least getting between 15 to 20 reps on bicep curls. And I I know it hurts. It's annoying to hear. It's annoying to say even. But to get those many reps, 15 to 20, every single time while applying that time under tension is literally one of the best things that you could possibly do for your bicep growth. Okay, And the reason why I say that is not because I want to torture you, well, it's partially because of that, but it's also because it's just going to fucking work. Okay, 15 to 20 reps for myself and for my best clients have always, always worked when it comes to performing and when it comes to adding more blood into the bicep, it's ideal. You could still get away with 10 reps, 8 reps, 12 reps even, but what I find is that the maximum volume always works the best, especially if you are applying time under tension. So what might that look like? Well, that might look like when you're curling, doing your bicep curls, you know, three seconds on the way up, three seconds on the way down, and you're doing that for 15 to, 12, to 20 reps, okay? And of course, you want to pick a challenging weight, right? But you don't want to ego lift. You don't want to pick a weight where, you know, you struggle to lift, right? You want to pick a weight where it's light enough for you to get 10 reps, maybe even 15 reps, but you'll struggle to get 20. Right? So something light enough for you to do 15 to 12 reps with, but heavy enough for you to struggle to do 20, but you're aiming to do between 15 and 20. Does that make sense? Okay, so step number one, time under tension, I just explained. Number two, you're gonna be focusing on the rep range, keeping it high north of 15 reps, and for at least four sets plus. Okay. And again, you wanna train that as frequently as possible because the arms are a small muscle group, all right, or at least biceps are. Right, And in conjunction with that, the same thing goes with triceps, time under tension. When you're doing your extensions, Right, three seconds count down, three seconds count up in terms of the stretch and the squeeze. And the same thing applies for the rep range, except I would say even lift a little bit heavier since the triceps are a little bit bigger. And this is one thing that most people don't really take into consideration, which is the fact that your triceps are pretty much most of your arm. Like if you look at it right now, if you're wearing a t-shirt, just pull up your sleeve, look at your arm. Tell me how much surface area your triceps cover versus the surface area that your biceps cover. So if you can use your eyes like I can and you can see that your triceps are carrying or at least cover most of the mass in your arm, then you'll understand that or you should understand that training your triceps a little bit heavier should be normal. Why? Because it has more muscle. And if it has more muscle, then it can tolerate more torture or at least more time and tension and equivalent reps and a little bit more weight. Okay, so putting an emphasis on training your triceps is going to give you the arm size that you want, right? It's going to definitely increase the inches in your arms, the girth of it, you know, to say the least. But the overall aesthetic will be the cherry on the sundae with that added focus when it comes to your biceps training. If you can apply this uh, information to both biceps and triceps, you'll be good. But the last thing that I want to lay down for you guys today, tip number three is so number one is time under tension number two 15 to 20 reps you know four sets you can superset it if you want no one's going to kill you the last thing and also you want to be training them at least three to four times a week the last thing i want to bring up to you guys and girls today before we wrap it up is and if you don't already know i'm going to bring it to your attention the way that you hold the bar okay the way that you hold the bar what am i talking about well depending on if it's a dumbbell depending on if it's a you know, a cable bar that you're using for, you know, cable curls or even cable extensions. The attachment that you use and the grip that you have on that attachment means fucking everything, okay? It means everything. And what am I referring to here? Like, what exactly am I referring to? Well, long story short, let's put it this way. If you were to, we'll say, open a door, all right, and you're pulling a handle, you could pretty much do that with two fingers, right? Pull the handle open, you open the door. But if you get the handle and you grip the handle and you open the door, you're going to have more control over it, right? Why do we have more control over it when we use our entire fist or at least when we grip harder? Well, the answer to that is because there are more stabilizer or supporting muscle groups involved in that action, in that lift, in that motion, which means if you use more of your grip, you will be able to stimulate more of the supporting muscle groups and the stabilizer muscle groups, which also means you can further isolate certain specific areas in your arm, whether it's the, the, the outer portion, for those of you watching the live, the outer portion, the inner portion, you know, depending on the way your wrist is twisted, if it's pronated, if it's supinated, which is the difference between a regular curl and a hammer curl, or even your uh, tricep extensions, right? And also the grip, right? The pinky and the ring finger. This is I always tell this to my best clients. I know you heard me say this on at least 30 other episodes. Grab the bar with your pinky and your ring finger as hard as you can. And if you're watching this right now and you're watching the replay or you're watching this wherever you're watching this, just look at your forearm, right? Get your palm to the ceiling and squeeze your pinky and ring finger as hard as you can into your palm. Look at what happens to your forearm, okay? That is going to trigger part of the stabilizer muscles in your biceps, in your triceps when you do grip, even when you're you know, doing a back row or something like that, anything like that. It'll give you the full engagement, the full spectrum of engagement for the muscle stimulation so that you can recruit as many muscle fibers as possible and target pretty much every uh, striation. Okay, so grip strength is everything. The grip, the positioning of your wrists is everything, which is why I saved the best for last. So let's wrap it up here. Tip number one, if you want to grow bigger arms. Okay, time and attention. Spend that time on the positive. Spend that time on the negative. Number two. Three to four sets, bare minimum. You can superset. I would recommend supersetting for more blood, more volume. It's a lot more difficult, but if you can do it, do it. All right, so superset, three to four sets, 15 to 20 reps, okay? Pick a reasonable weight. Don't make it too easy. Don't make it too hard, okay? And you want to be training at least, your biceps at least three to four times per week and your triceps as well. Don't just train one or the other, okay? Focus on your triceps because they do carry most of the size in your arms where the biceps will give you that nice aesthetic, right? That nice peak that we all want to have, okay? That shape, okay? Last but not least, what did we mention, guys? We talked about it. If you're paying attention, you already know what I'm going to say, and it is the grip strength. Pinky and ring finger squeezing the fuck out of that bar or that dumbbell, whatever you're using, okay? And you want it to be you know, so tight. You want your grip to be so tight to the point where you see your forearms activate every single time You grip that bar. And this also applies to whenever you're doing any pulling movements for back, right? When you use a lot of your or all of your grip strength, you can stimulate your back the same way you'll stimulate your arms or your biceps even, all right? Because again, those are those muscles work together. They're both pulling muscles, all right? So those are the three tips. That's it. That's all. I wanted to make this short and sweet and give you the actual knowledge that you need in order to actually put on some, you know, at least one or two inches in this year if you listen to this and you apply This training method at least three to four times per week. Okay, so that's it. That's all. I appreciate your time. If you enjoyed this episode, share it out with a friend. Let's embrace your intermediate together. Hope you like what today's topic was about. IFBB Pro Maputale signing out. Boom. Thank you so much for your precious time and attention. This is the number one podcast for anyone on this planet, country, or nation who wants to get in the best physical shape for their next vacation don't forget to implement at least one thing from this podcast. Remember, information without implementation is just fucking noise. I provide actionable value for a reason, take full advantage of it. If you laughed, cried, got any value, motivation, or inspiration from this podcast, share it out to one friend who you know will enjoy it too. Shameless plug, subscribe to my YouTube channel, Matt Butale, if you want to know this meathead on a more personal level. Heads up, it's not safe for work and it can get explicit. Viewer's discretion is advised. But I promise you will still laugh, learn, and get value. Also, if you want to lose 25 pounds and become a part of the Natural Nomad Academy and join the Meathead community, feel free to DM me and I'll see if you'll be a good fit. Let's embrace your inner Meathead. Alright, it's been nice chatting. Hope you like what today's topic was about. Natural Nomad Academy head coach and natural IFBB pro Matt Butale signing out.